0: Well, hey, everybody, it's that time on a Sunday night that we have our weekly program. And with us this week, we're just so happy to have Mickey Lynn. Mickey, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing? Good.
0: Now, what does your t-shirt say so we all can
1: see? It says 2009 ABN Award Hall of Fame.
0: Nice. 2019 Hall of Fame inductee. That's excellent. And uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Now, was that... You've kind of just you you worked in the career like from the early 90s into the early 2000s
1: Yeah, uh, actually I've worked in it since 91 to the 2000s oh,
0: 91 okay, and uh, so then then what happened then you went away for a while and you came back or, or what tell us the story on how that
2: all worked
1: out well, I decided to take some time off because it was crazy So I decided to stay home feature dance and do all the other stuff um, and then I took some time off and then I decided to come back. It was crazy back in the 2001 where it was starting to get crazy, where everybody was going off the handle and um, people were coming up with all kinds of diseases. So I just right. said, I'm just going to take my time.
0: Now we have to say one thing to the new, the new person that's just been admitted here is uh, um, Alicia Rio. Come on down.
1: <laughs> <Let's-> <laughs> Hey you. Hi.
0: Alicia is just on the prices right not so long ago.
1: I know, I seen it.
3: I gotta get on the prices right. And you know what? I got the furniture and I got the eggs and I got the um uh electrical products and when I got they got mailed I said, I didn't I didn't order these. And I said, oh my God, I want them on the prices right. I thought somebody was sending me stuff I didn't order. <laughs>
0: So anyway, great to have you, Alicia. It's, it's always uh, fun to have other other stars come in, and maybe in, in weeks to come, we'll have you as a member of this yeah. as well too. So um, let's uh, let's start things out, and I want to do remind folks that uh, uh, Mickey Lynn does have her products and her eight by tens and her photos, and she's got a new membership thing she's going to explain at mickeylynn.com. Isn't that correct, Mickey?
1: Yes, it is. I have all kinds of goodies there. Mm-hmm. I, you could purchase eight by tens. You could purchase trading cards. Everything that you can think of. I do personal photos. Everything.
0: Fantastic. What are
1: you doing, sticking your finger in the f- cleanse, Alicia?
3: Oh, I was looking. I was. <laughs> <telling a> part- <laughs> no, I was. I'm on my my phone, and it said participants. I wanted to see how many people were on the call. Oh,
0: okay. Sure. sure. All right. Well, let's uh, start things out. Hey, Barry, you boys are good for a a good lead-off question here. What's going on tonight? (laughs) I I just actually typed it in. I'm actually 20
4: miles outside north of Philly, so things are actually crazy out there. Oh, oh, wow. Be safe. It has nothing to do with you guys. It just means something crazy is going on outside, and I might have to take cover. Yeah.
0: Wow. You know, Um, this is one of those deals where this is one hour. We don't have to worry about the outside world for an hour. We just well, I
1: just Does yell shots, at the I'm TV. Getting... <laughs> i just been yelling at the TV. You know, I've been like, punch him there, get him, hit him, hit him, because it's just crazy, just, just crazy, just uh, looting. Hey, if you ever want a purse, go to Beverly Hills and get yourself a purse right now because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just free-for-all.
4: Yeah. Anyway, Barry, what's going on? Uh, not much. So, actually, my question, actually, for, for either of you, for uh, either Mickey or Alicia, Um. so – I guess when you, when you ladies were in the industry, it was a smaller industry. There was maybe, I don't know, what, 20, 30 girls? Yeah. Um, now there's, I, I don't know, thousands. I, I mean, seriously, there's way too many to count. Anyone who does one scene is now considered a star. Um, back then, did everybody get along with each other? Because I go yes. on Twitter now, and every day it's like two bees in a jar, and somebody shakes it up. And there's always two girls going at it. No, we never had that. Everybody got along.
1: Everybody got along. No, we were family when we did this. We, we, I mean, our group is still family. I mean, we still get reconnected for uh, gatherings and you know lunches and stuff. No, it's nothing compared to when we were in it,
3: right, Alicia? Yeah, totally. We enjoyed each other's company and we're in the makeup chair chatting away. (laughs) It was fun goofing around with the cameraman and the
1: speaker guy and the director. It was just totally different. I don't think it's the same as years ago. Uh, I don't think internets are scenes. I think they are just clips. I mean, they're just video. They're just they're just people trying to get into the business.
5: Right, right.
0: Okay, fantastic. Patrick, let's go to you and see what uh, what's going on with you today.
5: Hey, guys. Everything's going well, you know. Uh, just... Uh, my my question for uh, Mickey is, uh, if you could change one thing about the business, what would it be?
1: Oh, if, it, if I can change uh, the way people think about it, um, the way they person me as a person, um, that's what I would I would change about the business. Um, yeah, it's yeah, very I'd,
5: stereotyped.
1: Yeah, it is, uh, especially as you get older. Um, People start to look at you, um, like, why did you do that? You know, where did you come from? Um, And now that I'm older and I have my son, he's 17, um, I just recently told him about it. So he's more cool about it than anybody. But it's his friends from his school or parents from the other school that look at you and they, they look at they're like they know who you are. And they accept you until they find out what you do. So I think it's just the persona of the business is what I don't like about.
5: Do you, do you have a favorite uh, film that you did?
1: Oh, yeah. No Fly Zone. Alicia will remember that one. <laughs> she, me and her, we did an all-girl orgy. It was me, her, uh, um, PJ Sparks, and all that. That was my favorite.
3: Awesome. I, awesome. You know, we all get along. So it was, it was awesome. <laughs> We we have a good time.
1: I remember that chant we did through the street. We know what, no friggin Totally. I mean we're just down down earth girls. And it was funny because now what I'm doing is is I'm taking all our VHS tapes that we did and yeah. I'm edited them and I'm putting them together and I'm putting them on the website so I'm actually getting to see everybody and it was like oh my gosh it's like all those scenes and it's like just memories just like flashing before your eyes it's amazing you i would show
5: like the kids the VHS today and they'll laugh at you
1: oh yeah I know I know I just sold the VHS on my website and I was like oh okay yeah you know, hey I have it there for sale if you need it if you want it <laughs>
0: So, Mickey, what was it like the day that uh, you decided to tell your son what was
1: up? Oh, actually, it was this year at the AVN, and I kind of knew he knew, um, but I didn't know. And I took him to one of the shows, and Christy Canyon asked him. It was pretty funny. Christy Canyon and Amber Lynn, they both asked him. So when did you find out your mom was doing porn? And he says, middle school. And it was a funny thing because he was in a uh, a pre-med class in in middle school. And they went around and they asked all the kids, what do your parents do? And my my son raised his hand and said, my mom's a porn star. I can't hear you. I got muted.
0: Oh, no. I No, I just said, wow.
1: Oh, okay. And... One of my son's friends mothers told me the story and I didn't believe it until uh, Christy Kenyon actually outed him and he just was just smiling So he's been you know he's been good about it and you know he knows he lives a good life and He's very well mannered and I don't put it in front of him. I think this is the first time that I did
0: Oh, okay. All
6: right Jorge. Let's go uh, see what you're up to these days. Oh, doing good down here in Miami
1: so oh my about, gosh. Oh my gosh. What part of Miami are you in?
6: I live um it's Aventura.
1: Okay. Oh my gosh. I don't
6: know if, if you're familiar with, exactly. with that area. Exactly.
1: Exactly. I have family down in Miami and I have a lot of friends. They usually go to the trapeze and they live down there.
6: Okay, nice, nice. I guess this is for both of you. Um have have you ever thought of maybe doing an exotica?
1: Um, I'm doing the Exotica in Miami. Oh, this awesome. Year. I did it last year and I did it the year before, but I told Alicia she should come in and we should do it together. So I, uh, I,
3: go ahead. I'm sorry. Actually, no. I just signed with, uh, um, with a uh, James from, um, Galaxy and I am, I do want to do the one in Miami. I would love to, to be there and see, watch the fans. I've never done Exotica. Never. It's totally different though. Now from when we did it back then. It's just totally be shocked.
1: It's totally different.
6: Yes, it is. Um, I guess they don't allow any more nudity and stuff like that. On the but, I'm sorry I missed you. I didn't. I didn't see you last year.
1: Yeah, I had my own booth because I do my own thing.
6: Okay. Um,
1: and but what's different about it um, is when I did it, uh, we were hired to do photographs and autographs, so we didn't have to charge the fans anything. So okay. now. The girls, they charge the fans to take photos and all that stuff. So I had to get used to that. I got my little wheel that they spin (laughs) for like $10 and they win a prize. It's amazing.
6: Okay, hopefully I'll see you guys out there this year. Definitely.
1: Thank you. I (laughs) want
3: to see you.
0: Just
1: be
3: careful.
0: With Alicia Alicia being with James now, and we sat, when I took Herschel to... to Portland, they were the booth right across from us, so it was, we yeah. we saw James all weekend. So oh,
1: that's uh, awesome.
0: And and he runs a tight ship. You're gonna put that cell phone down and you're gonna talk to the fans. Well,
1: and yeah, that's, that's what, the whole purpose of it.
0: And that's but you know you've got you walk by some of them and they're like this the whole time and and they're not making any money and they're not being sociable and and uh, James is James runs the whip. Well, that, that's uh, what he does. Well, so I mean, it,
1: well, what it is about it, is it though is they're not into it. When we did it, we were into make our names. Now they don't have to make their names. They're right. the internet. They could go and post on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and they don't have to worry about that. They already have it because all they got to do is take a selfie of themselves. Some of them with filters. They don't even. A lot of them have filters, and they don't even look like half the time what they go there. Um, and that's all they got to do. Like with me and Alicia Rio, we had to do all our box covers, our magazine covers. We had to go out feature dancing. We had to go to video stores. You know, we had to do all that.
7: All right.
0: Well, let's go to Charles here. Charles up in uh, San Francisco. What's going on, Charles?
8: Not much. How you doing? Hey, we're doing I good.
1: So- I was supposed to come up there this summer, but I'm not.
8: That's too bad.
1: Because of this so, coronavirus it's and
8: now on it's- the, on the cover of the barely legal magazine yes that is I remember that that was years ago. do you have that available for sale by the way
1: yes, I do just go to my website it's on there
8: okay all right mickeylin dot com or yep
1: MickeyLynn.com. yeah and okay. you know what's you know what's funny is I was on that cover like three times and okay. When that cover was shot, I was 21, I think. I was in 94. I was 21 years old when I shot that. But I loved it.
8: Time passes. It does.
1: Oh, it does. Uh, I miss
8: it. It's a great cover.
1: And there's no more print out there. You can't do magazines. That's what the girls are missing out today. That's what they really are missing out is magazines.
8: I like magazines. You know, I also like getting them signed. And, you know, it's like that kind of stuff. You know, now it's like it's slicks and, you know, the occasional DVD and, you know, anyway.
1: I still have uh, the movie slicks that when we did the VHS, I still sell those also. And I have the front and the back.
8: Okay. Well, I'll definitely look go look on your website.
1: Yeah, definitely. Mwah.
0: The first uh, the first DVD I ever got of an X-rated movie was one that you were in. It was called Debbie Does Dallas 99.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
0: And the, the, the coolest scene was the scene that, of course, back then I didn't really know you and I didn't, I just watched the movie. It had uh, multiple, it was the first one I also had that had multiple camera angles. You could okay. click the remote and you could see this way and that way. So anyway, the, the scene is, of course, it's not about football, it's about basketball. <clears throat> and so okay. you were going to, you volunteered <laughs> to wear down one of the basketball players so he'd be too tired to play. <laughs> And it was <laughs> and it, it was Mr. Marcus. And oh so yes. You, you guys start having sex like at two o'clock in the afternoon. Well then it showed the the clock going around and going around and then the sun would come up and the sun would go down, and the sun would come up, it was like you were having sex for three days. Was, oh that, that was Mr. Marcus. Best, the best scene that I'd i ever seen. That was just so funny.
3: Oh God. That's that's yeah. hysterical. I think yeah. you really tired him out. <laughs> <And then> he, <laughs>
0: And he got up the next, then he got up and, and spun the ball on his finger and dribbled the ball out the room and you were the one that was laying back so tired you know.
1: So. Oh yeah, those 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 movies were great. I just had so much fun on them. There Let's was one to- that I did. There was one that I did was called Old Po Porn Folks Home, and I had to make all the old guys young.
0: <laughs> Let's go to Chris. Who uh, golly gee, last week we missed out on him and and uh, I apologize for that, but. Anyway, just hit unmute there, Chris, and and uh, we'll get John here to, to ask a question to Mickey Lynn. Let's see. He's oh. trying to unmute. I don't
1: know, this technology today.
0: It is something.
1: I don't
0: know. Well, let's go-, let's go I gotta uh, post
1: more stuff. I gotta be more into this. You know, I got to be, like, the person that just snaps shots every five minutes, you yeah? <laughs> know?
0: All right, all right, Chris, what's going on?
1: I hear the news. Hi, Chris. Hi. Hi, here we
9: Hey, how are you guys doing?
1: We're doing good.
9: Excellent. I'm calling from New York City.
1: Oh, okay. Show world. Yeah. I danced at Show World in yeah. the
9: 90s. Oh, yeah, I remember that place. That was uh, not long, not here anymore, but uh, that place was uh, was pretty wild, pretty wild That's- back in the day. Unfor- unfortunately, uh, the landscape of, of Times Square is, is much different.
1: I met Alicia so. Rio there
3: and when she was featured dancing. I have a Polaroid on my website of me and her. I, I love that. You know what? I'm, I'm so happy you say that because I love, the, I, I love that place, and they had the horse, a white horse on mm-hmm. the ceiling. I'll never yeah. forget right. that.
9: Right, right. So I just wanted to ask you guys, um, I, I know you guys have done quite a collection of different films, but uh, any specific um, favorite films come to mind? Mine was
1: uh, Anus the Menace. I, that was my favorite.
3: Well, I have a favorite called the Dream Team, my video team, because uh, it was out in Lake Havasu, and we spent three days there. And it was we were out on a boat, and we had Peter North, we had TC Boy. I had my husband at the time, Steve Houston, and we just were on a boat. And we just had fun and we woke up and we ate and we slept together on and off the scene. And we just had a good time. (laughs) Oh, my God. And we got paid for it. So it was awesome. It was fun. It was
1: fun. That's what we made. It it was a lot of fun when we did those. But yeah, Anus the Menace was, I did, I worked with uh, Randy West and that was like a replica of the original movie. And I thought that was funny. It was with uh, Sydney St. James was on it.
9: Ah, yes. Fun. Excellent. Anything else, well, thank you, girls. Thank you, ladies. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome. And you be bet. safe in New York City, okay? I've been watching the news. It's horrible. Yes,
9: yes it is. Hopefully, we'll have a quiet night tonight. I'm,
1: f- I'm from Jersey, so I know.
0: All right. Hey, let's go to Aaron. He's been patiently waiting, and, and I, w- I promised I wouldn't call on him first, so I think I'd call on him like 10th.
1: There you
0: go, Aaron. Thank you, Patrick. You bet. Stick be- around.
7: Mine's more of a question that I've been asking the AVN and the XRCO Hall of Famers. And I know that, you know, obviously we have two of them in the room. Um, Which one do you think set the standard as far, which organization set the standard as far as the uh, Hall of Fame is concerned? AVN, XRCO, or another organization?
1: That's a hard question because um, ABN is different now. So it's not like when Paul Fishbein had it. Um, So, I mean, it's it's more of a back-to-year, decade type of thing. And the XRCO is more of a fan type of organization. So I think the ABN is more within the community, and the XRCO is more of a fan thing. That's what I take of it.
3: Okay. For me, I for me I enjoyed the uh Fox. Uh fans of X-rated Entertainment with Bill Margot. And that one I won three times in a row and got the, the X. And I think it was that one because the fans vote exactly for the uh the the, uh, the artist, and I, that's the one that I enjoyed the most. Oh, cool. And I always got to dance.
1: <laughs> now it's different though. Now you can't dance. Years ago when we went to the AVNs, it was dinner and dancing and just having fun it's different now i would
3: like that dinner dancing i would love that i love to eat
7: thank you i appreciate uh the the candid answers thank you you're welcome all right let's go over to uh lance lance uh unmute
0: yourself there and and you have a question for the gals mickey or alicia
2: well, I'll tell you, I'm just more or less here to listen, but yeah, I, I got, you know, when Mickey mentioned Anus the Menace, and she really thought it was her favorite, what did you like so much about it, Mickey?
1: Well, it was actually the first time I had done anal, and it was the first time that i that I really thought to myself that I enjoyed doing what I did because the people that were on the set at that in that movie, were frank marino randy west and now all of them and it kind of set my stone in the business so that's what my most my most memorabilia of that that movie
2: wow yeah that's what, what do remember. you do what do you do if you don't like the actor that you're with how do you get over that when you're uh involved in the activities
1: first of all you should always know who you're working with before you get on set that so you don't have that problem uh, because once you're there, it's kind of unprofessional uh, to say. No, but
2: what if, I guess, what if you're not attracted to that person? But I guess that goes to what you're saying anyway, huh? If yeah. you're not attracted, but you like the person, you're just not attracted to him or her. Uh,
1: yeah, no, I mean, sometimes it's not about attraction. Sometimes the person, yeah, sometimes it's not about attraction. Sometimes it's about the way they treat you or the chemistry that you have between somebody.
2: So you can get over that if you weren't exactly enamored with them or what?
1: No, if they were kind and they were gentle and they weren't like smacking me in the head and smays like they do now, it's just horrible.
2: Okay, I'm just curious. I don't know, I, I, I just could never do it. I'm just, that's why I'm curious listening.
1: Well, you've got to so. remember that when me and Alicia did this, it was more of a scenario-controlled in-studio atmosphere. Um, nowadays it's just somebody shooting it from their home, uh, or somewhere. So it's kind of different. And the girls that come into it, some of them aren't looking to do certain things. And then when they get there, it's, it's just a whole different ball of wax.
2: Sure. Sure. No, that's interesting. Fascinating. Who was your favorite actors you worked with?
1: My favorite actors, um, Randy West, um, TT boy, Jonathan Morgan, I worked with Joey Silvera, he was good, Uh, Peter North, Uh, the females was with Alicia Rio, PJ Smarks, Felicia, um, Nina Hartley. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of big names back then, so I was honored to be able to get into the business when they were there.
2: Just and, and please, you know, if you don't want to answer anything, obviously, you know, it's, it's your prerogative. But um, it, part of the business, from what I understand, people used to get sick. I mean, was it, you know, as far as getting STDs go, not AIDS, but STDs. Is that just part of the business or what?
1: Well, when we did it, it wasn't so much because you got to remember it was a different time zone. Um, right. Between the 91 and the 2000, I would say that um, it was controlled because there was more people working together. So, we would work with the same people all the time. Um, and then, as the, as the 2000s came along, you had people being careless. And then, that's when you started. And that's when I got out of it.
2: So, you're saying then, when you had the same circle of people, there was never a problem? Never a and problem. And then, when they expanded, it was. I mean, you know, all it all takes is one person to be infected with anything.
1: Exactly, it,
2: it spreads, you know. But that never really happened, huh?
1: No, that not happened to me. So I was very. I always checked the tests. Remember, you got to check tests, um, and you got to make sure they're clean. And that's basically how I did it. And I wasn't out there full yeah,
2: but time. But a lot of people, a lot of people falsify tests. That guy, uh, uh, yeah. what's his name, uh, Mark Wallace or whatever whatever his name is, you know, he, he basically falsified his test with AIDS.
1: Yeah, and that's and then he made
2: That's disgusting, but, and I that's mean, that's why sad. I'm asking. That's, you know, I'm just a curiosity. That,
1: no, and that's always good to ask because that's something that's concerned when you're in this business. But, yeah, no, no, no. no. Yeah. I never had that problem, so I was very lucky. All right.
2: Well, Thanks Lance, it's, it's great to have you here, Lance. This is your first week, isn't it? <clears throat> Yeah, I didn't even know about this Patrick. This is uh, I just found out about it today. So We're Well there help. you
1: go. But yeah, it's always good to ask the performers how they feel about that because in at the end of the day, the the ones that are responsible are the ones that are the careful. It. They're more careful right. than the ones that don't think about their future. Right. That's, that's basically what it turns out to
2: be. They don't think about anything else either. If they aren't thinking about other people, they're just going to – just tells yeah. you something about their character, which, you know, it's, it is what it is. But Yeah.
1: And yeah. then don't forget you have people that have people in their, you know, in their personal life that they don't realize that if they go with them and they're tested, now they've got to get retested because now they've tainted whatever they were tested for. So you've got to right. be smart about it. hmm
0: All right. Thanks a lot, Lance. And we'll hopefully see you here next week. I'll I'll just kind of do a kind of a brief commercial for next week is we're going to have Kimmy Kaboom is going to be with us next week. And Kimmy uh, is from Florida and her and her husband, Daryl, he's the cameraman. And they're kind of building their own little agency down there in Florida. But uh, whereabouts? Say what? Whereabouts? I, I can't remember. You'll have to tune in next week. I'll
1: have to come in and visit.
0: Yeah, yeah. and she she's relatively new. I met her in two thousand and seventeen at Exotica in Denver. We shared a booth uh, with a radio radio online radio station there. And so I was kind of the the head interviewer uh, since I had that sort of practice, I guess. but she also did uh, something with the, the radio station as well too. And uh, she's really kind of grown leaps and bounds. I think she just started out as like a, a BBW actress. But
2: okay.
0: really, she's—they're doing a whole lot more now, and uh, and she's just fantastic. And I know she's always kind of the greeter at Exotica. When you go to Exotica, she's kind of the welcoming committee. And and, uh, and I told her, I said she's got, she she's a bigger girl, but she's got really really big boobs. Okay. And I said, you know, I said, I watched one of your videos. It was a car wash video. And I said, the guy paid you to wash his car. I said, you couldn't wash his car with his shit. I said, you've got soap suds all over everywhere.
1: <laughs> that, <laughs> she, says, <that> re- <laughs> she says, I can't mop a floor with a dam either. So, <laughs> but, uh, that reminds me of a movie I did. It was called Jim Holiday did it. And it was called Car Wash Angels. And that was, that reminds me, he had a car wash. And that's, I re- that reminds me of that.
0: How how was Jim to work with, Jim Holiday? I, I never met him because he passed away, but how what kind of a guy was he?
1: He was a um, charismatic guy. He was always positive, always funny, always loving and caring. Um, I,
0: I I envision him as all as all those things, but really down to business.
1: Yeah, but let me tell you something. You don't want to screw up on his set.
0: Yeah.
3: You don't want
1: to. Pick. Oh my gosh. You don't want to. I mean, he was he was a great guy, but he was very, very, very down to work. Now I just started shooting again, and um you got to remember I was 19 years out of the business. Huh. And I left as a young girl. I was in my 20s, going into my 30s. And I come back and I go out to California for the XRCO awards and I go to shoot. And now I'm a MILF out of all of that. <laughs> so now I got to get used to this MILF thing and this 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 this, this other generation. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting.
0: All right. Well, let's go to Chris. Chris just lives uh, north of me just about 30 miles north of me and let's see if Chris or his uh, beautiful bride Alicia has a question for you Mickey Lynn
5: Chris Well, my wife is not feeling good so it's just me today, oh. but uh,
0: ask, ask a, oh, I'm no, glad you're sorry. there to, to To nurse her along with some chicken oh.
5: food. <laughs> No problem um, as her question would be if you had had a favorite scene or a favorite movie that you were in and uh, If you had a, a, a actor or actress that you liked working with
1: uh, another favorite movie was um, No Fly Zone, and it was an all-girl movie. And I, um, I did a scene with Alicia Rio, and we. She was a, a drill. I was a cadet, and she was a drill sergeant. And she just took control, and that's what I like. I like to. I like to be with women who are into women and enjoy it.
3: That's cool.
1: Now, um, how many of, have you ever seen my movies?
5: I don't recall if I've seen your movies, but I do have the Barely Legal uh, edition that you were in.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that was an experience in itself. I went to Hawaii. That was done in Hawaii with Larry Flint. Oh, my God, uh, that's like 25 years ago. So that tells you, you know, how the years are just going by. And it's just, you know, and I had a lot of favorite actors going into the business, and um, worked with a lot of great people, so I can't say anything bad about it.
0: Okay, fantastic. Uh, well, we'll go around the horn again, and it looks like Barry hasn't had any gunfire yet, so uh, uh, we'll, we'll see gosh. Barry back. In.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: Um. Hey, so I just wanted, I was just curious
4: actually, Mickey. So I just saw you were listing on My Sexy Auctions. How did that go for you on that oh, website? You,
1: oh, that went really well. But you know what's funny <laughs> is um, some gentleman from Australia ordered something. So now I got to, I don't know how that works. I've never sent out stuff in Australia. But no, that went very well. I got to relist my stuff on there, by the way. Cause... It's actually
4: really easy. It is real easy to relist stuff on there. And uh, I think I know who Target, there's a guy from Australia that buys all the time. Um, yeah, so very I was just nice curious guy. how that went, how that went over, because it seems like it's mostly newer girls on there. Uh huh. So I was curious <laughs> to see how that did for you.
1: You know, you know, you want to know something? Um, being out of the business for like 19 years—it's a long time—and I went to my first Exotica show in Miami in 18, and I was very surprised to see how many people actually remembered who I was, and it kind of felt good because going. Back to when I started, I felt like um, Nina Hartley and all those other girls, when I started, they were my age. So it kind of felt good to be able to give them my experience and my knowledge to what I did and how I did it. So it's pretty neat.
4: Well, it's funny. For me, I don't know if you noticed, I actually sell adult memorabilia and DVDs, mainly DVDs. Okay. Um, so I actually used to, ha- I still have an account with uh, IVD, International Video Distributors. Okay. So, and it's funny, so obviously the new girls sell, but still my top sellers are always Nina Hartley, Christy Canyon, um, and then even when it comes to the milfs, Lisa Ann and Julia Ann, mm-hmm. all my top sellers. Like wow. They actually outsell all the, the 18 to 21 year olds just getting in the business. Anyone pretty much forty on up, they sell better than the. Uh, than
1: well, like, I think the, it's because the young
4: guy, and the young kids.
1: I think it's because it's the experience and It's kind of like their classic. I never thought I'd be put into the classic section, but I'm proud of it. Actually, I'm really proud of it. And it was nice because I got to interview Ginger Lynn when I was at the AVM because I went around and I did my own little thing. And it was nice to just say I was part of her group, kind of. It was we were in the same era. She was in the eighties and nineties, and then I was in the 90s. So it was, I was pretty proud to do that.
0: Okay, thanks a lot, Barry. I know that Ginger Lynn does have some auctions too. Have you listed with Ginger Lynn Auctions yet?
1: Yes, I'm in the process. She's gonna. I'm gonna be doing that this week.
0: Good, good, because she. She gets real good traction there as well too. So that's uh, that's great. And hey, let's go to Patrick again and talk a little bit to Patrick and see if he's come up with another question for you.
5: Yeah, Mickey, um I was just curious, what's the toughest scene you've ever done like endurance-wise or just all out toughest?
1: There was a scene that I did, and um, we were on a roof, and it was really hot, and the roof was hot, and it was me and T.T. Boy. It was a movie called Super Groupie, and I mean, it was just excruciating, but that's about, I mean, that was, that's, that's the most that I could say, but there was another funny scene that I did that wasn't excruciating. Um, it was me, Sean Michaels, and Dominique Simone. You remember Dominique Simone?
5: Not off the top of my head. I'm kind okay. of young.
1: Yeah, okay. So we were supposed to go up into a six-seater airplane to do a scene. And I got up into the airplane, and the thing was shaking like this. I said, get me down. I said, I am not dying in this plane to do this movie. You need to get me down. So then I had to go underwater. So I had to supplement. Go underwater to give a blowjob scene.
5: <laughs> also, I was curious. Did you, ever do, did you ever do any work with Tracy Lord's?
1: No. no, because she Never got been. out of it before I got into it.
5: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no? uh uh Ginger Lynn, yeah, I I, I watch a cool. lot of her work too. She's great.
1: Yeah, she's a she's a really good really good person and it's funny because everybody thought I thinks or thought I was her sister, but we're not related in any way.
5: Yeah, it's <laughs> You know it's 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 just it's just funny how uh you know you get grouped together with people sometimes and you know they just you know because you're a clique you know they they think they think you're related,
1: well, yeah, that's like me Amberlin gingerlin were the were the three that um they the thought Linders. we were all one yeah mhm-, they thought we were all relatives, okay, mm-hmm.
0: great, thanks Patrick. I know that Amberlin this week was featured on the reality report I haven't watched it yet but but um I've been. Uh, I saw her listed today, and she did an interview with the Realty Report. Mickey, do you think uh, have they talked to you yet about doing a, a feature with them, or are you just too young?
1: I don't know. I don't think I'm too young. How old is Ginger? I mean, how old is Amberlin?
0: Fifty-five at
1: least. Okay, yeah, maybe I am too young. <laughs> yeah.
0: She was. She's like a month older than I am, so she's yeah, she's fifty-five.
1: But she looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I miss her brother so much, <laughs> Buck. I met. See, everybody. That's what. That's what I do regret. um, Going out of the business is a lot of people that I knew had passed away, Mm -hmm. that I lost contact with.
0: Let's talk a little bit about. You mentioned TT Boy earlier. Um, A few of the gals just won't work with him because he was a little bit on the rough side. What did you think about that? Was he rough with you, or or how did you feel about TT Boy?
1: Well, uh, TT Boy wasn't rough with me because our understanding was is that. I told him that I knew where his balls were reached. So if he ever like, did anything I didn't like, I would go after him. I would just tell him, look, you know, your balls are in my reach. Watch out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good good. Threat. But, no,
1: I mean, it's all the way they treat you, you know? That's the way it is. Sure.
0: Or hey, what do you got for, uh, uh, for Mickey Lynn?
6: You know, all these, all these years I was always just curious, how, how did you get your start? How did you get into the business?
1: Well, I started in Show World as a booth girl, and um, that's how I was there. uh, And then featured dancers like Anne Berlin, I mean, Ginger, not Ginger Lynn, um, Laurel Canyon. uh, Oh, way
7: back.
1: Uh, Christara Knight. um, Who else? Um, Alicia Rio. They all came in, and I seen it. I said, oh, man, I could do that. But you had to be a porn star to do it. So then I decided, well, I'm going to go to California, and I'm going to meet up with Jim South of World Modeling. I went out there, and that's how I got my start. 200 movies later.
0: Awesome. Thank you. hmm Jim, Jim was just a, a real gentleman, wasn't he?
1: Oh, yeah. He Nobody screwed around with me with me being with him. Never. I'm still with him till this day. I'm still faithful and, you know. When I went out there the two times this year, he got me work. I went out there and says, hey, get me some work. If you got it, we'll work together. So he was like my big papa.
0: Nice, nice. It was, it was sure nice to see him at that at the birthday party, too. He was just calm and cool and collected just like Jim, you know.
1: Um, I text him every day. Oh, every week I try to text him to see, hey, how are you doing? Because I know he wasn't doing too well.
0: Right. He's, he's older now, and, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Charles up in San Francisco, got another question for
8: Mickey Lynn? Yeah, I was going to ask, um, listening to sort of the titles of the movies you were in, it sounds like they were movies that had kind of storylines or plot lines to them, which is different from movies done today. I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on that.
1: Well, yeah, that's, they, they did more scripts and scenarios, and um, we had. it was pretty nice because um, we would have call times, and we would have scripts about this thick. And, you know, they would pick who would be on the box cover. So it's totally different than now. Now you don't have box covers. You don't have scripts. And, you know, I mean, the cameraman could be your hu- their husband or their boyfriend or just anybody.
8: I, li- I just I like it better with like the stories and whatever, you know, it just seems like far more kind of intelligent.
1: It's fun, too, because I used to screw up a lot of my dialogue. So they used to yell at me all the time, <laughs> all the time. And, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's different. That's what I miss about it.
8: Yeah. It's just, I think it's unfortunate. As I said, I like having kind of a story, you know, that and, you follow.
1: And that's one of the reasons why they only had so many people in the business. Um, because you had your call times and you had your makeup artist. So you knew all your, your, the people that were there, the cameramen, the, the director. So it was different.
8: It was interesting because the last couple of weeks they had um, – Patrick had guys who had had actual kind of acting training who had gotten into the porn industry. And that was kind of interesting talking to them about that and acting and like within a, within a porn movie.
1: Well, yeah, it's kind of weird because when you say porn movie, it's like, it's acting. I didn't know you had to act. And then when they give you a script two days later and they say, okay, you're this person and you gotta learn your lines. And you do the the dialogue before you do the scene. And the scenario meets the clothing, and it meets the scene and the lines and all that stuff. Um, And there was a movie I was in called Dream and Remen, and I had the whole movie. And I did the dialogue, and I was in all four scenes. It's like a four-scene movie. I had to do it all. But, yeah, that's one thing they're missing is is they need to. But they still do it in certain areas because when we went to the ABN show, they had them there.
8: Yeah, one of the other things I like, I like the parody movies they do, because some of them are just so hysterically funny that I just, I love those.
1: Yeah, I was in that Pump Fiction, it's from Pulp Fiction, I was in Pump Fiction, and then Anus the Menace, um, that was there, and then I went to the ABN show, it was pretty funny, I went to the ABN show, and the comedian there was joking (laughs) around, the the black comedian, and he was saying, well, I think I'm going to do a movie called Malcolm Triple X, and I'm thinking... Wait a minute! I did that one already. That was done already. You can't do it.
8: <laughs>
1: yeah. You no. Know? But yeah, no. I mean, it's different.
0: All right. Thanks a lot, Charles. Uh, now, the first time you went to Exotica, uh, were you stunned by the amount of of webcam girls that were there that were doing? You know, they had like three, but you had my free cams and and another webcam. There's about three or four different webcam booths. Were you stunned at the amount of of how that's changed from uh, porn actor, actress into this webcam world.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It's it's <laughs> now it's more like like they said they said to me, Mickey Lynn, the porn, uh, the the webcam girls are taking over the business at the AVN show. There were more more cam girls than film stars there, or girls that do movies. Yeah, I was very surprised by that because you got to remember when I first started, I kind of did the same thing, but it was more of the booth Mm-hmm. It was in person. So it's kind of the same thing.
0: Right, right. I know that next week, Mickey or, uh, next week, uh, Kimmy Kaboom will be with us, and she kind of did that. Now, she has really done well. When she's at Exotica, one of her classes that she, she teaches, and this is something you may want to go to, is about how to uh, do search engine optimization for your website and a lot of background on, on maintaining your website, and getting your website to rank higher in Google search yeah. and things like that. So um, she's done a real good job with uh, with that too. So uh, she's multi-talented and, and uh, I just can't wait to have her on next week because we're old, we're, old, uh, we're old buddies. Yes. My buddy uh, Chris with the Yankee hat on, let's see about uh, going back up to him and, and talking to us. And you know, at least this year, the Yankees are undefeated, aren't they, Chris?
1: That's if they play again. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not paying attention to me.
1: Where is he on there? I only see me, you. What the Yankee? Barry. Jorge.
0: Yeah. Well, let's go up to Aaron. Oh, I see.
1: I you can only see his. Oh, that okay. Is, you can only see his I last... am
0: back.
9: Sorry about that. That's all right.
1: We thought you got kidnapped.
9: No, not at all. I was just. Um... <laughs> So I'm just asking, did anybody go? I went to ABN in 20, uh, 2020. This year, did any of you all, all
1: go? I was there. I was there. I was walking around. You were there.
3: hmm I was walking around. I, I, was, there I was there too. You were. You got there late. Yeah. yeah, I. You know what? I I was really <laughs> sad. I got there late, and I wasn't even able to be with the uh, with the stars. I was up in the in the bleachers and the. Uh, and the way in back and uh i i didn't really get to appreciate all the people and all the stars so i wasn't even in the magazines or anything like that but you know i i got i got to see the show and that's when i said this show has really changed yeah you missed the free food for the avn stars
1: (laughs) you didn't get your t-shirt yeah they had free food free booze they had
3: the shirts Ah. oh it was so much yeah, you know, I, I I just, I wasn't on time, and, and then I get, oh, I have three different emails, and they sent it to another email, and I didn't check that email, so it, I was just all over the place. That's but the technology. That, I, yeah, because I had Alicia Real World, Alicia Real XX, uh, and then Real World, and I just, they sent it to another email, and I didn't check it. <laughs> so it's just Shame like, on that. you yeah does, does anybody
9: know how the the renovations are going at the uh the new hotel, which is going to be I believe the
1: virgin virgin well, I was have supposed they, to are go in out the there process, to... or are
9: they 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 stopped because of the uh, shutdown of
1: Vegas well, I would think they could still do the construction. I mean, I don't think that should have stopped just as long as the mm-hmm. people aren't there because here in Florida, I mean. Our road constructions were going. Everything was going except for certain things. So I can't see why they wouldn't continue it.
9: Mm-hmm. Let's hope so. Are you planning on going uh, in January 21?
1: Yes, I am. Are you going, Alicia? It, it seems like it's right around the corner already. <laughs> I know. I got my hotel booked. I'm staying at the... Really? Yeah, I got my whole... I booked it before I left the AVN last time because I what? was like, I'm getting a hotel. So, I'm staying at the Embassy Suites. Not the one that I was at this time. I had to go to another one because they booked up that. So,
3: is it going to be at the same location? Or where you, yeah. So, you know where it's going to be? Yep. It's
1: at the same place that we went to last year. You only thing think it's not going to be called the Hard Rock. It's going to be called the Virgin.
3: Oh. Exactly.
1: Oh, okay. So, I liked it because
3: I was across the street.
1: Mm. I, I liked it. I was across
3: the street, too, but I was at the Red Robin Inn or something like that. The <laughs> Red Roof Inn. That was... <laughs> I mean that's why you eat food. Are you hungry? <laughs> I'm always hungry. Oh, well, hope, I'll see
9: your lady. hope I'll see your ladies there.
1: Well, now we know you you will yeah. be there. I'm gonna you okay. know what's funny is I could have stood there and signed for Avian stars and they didn't tell me until last
3: minute. Avian stars, yeah. I I didn't I know had,
9: that. I had been to the two thousand eight and 2011 AVN. The 2011 I believe was the last one that they had at the Sands at the Venetian, the Sands Expo, uh, Exposition Center there. Um, but the show has definitely gotten a lot smaller and not as many uh, studios. Uh, there was only a handful of studios. So it was, you know, it was, it was a little bit of an adjustment. Um, what I did like was that the fact that they kind of did a takeover of the hard rock and all the events were held at the hard rock. And I think I went to a sweet party and Um, that was kind of fun. Um, but it it was, it was not as big, much, much more dialed down than 2008 and 2011.
1: What I would (laughs) like to see is if they can get different types of artists. I mean, and what was up with that abrupt, abrupt ending that they did? this year do you know I mean they just like stopped it and that was it
3: actually yeah. that last artist was so loud it hurt my ears I, left before. I think we're yeah. getting
1: too old is what it is <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was just so loud
1: I me, yeah. me and Alicia are like "Oh, it's, uh, what time is it oh we're going home our feet hurt <laughs>
9: yeah.
1: it was too That's loud one. If it's too loud, we're too old. That's what they say. I know. <laughs> but remember when we used to go like, to those things? We would party, man. We would party all night. Okay,
0: Aaron. Uh, let's let's uh, move it up to you and see about another question from you, Aaron.
7: Honestly, I really didn't have one. I'm just listening and enjoying the uh, enjoying the roundtable session and the stories, but. I mean, you know, since you kind of put me on the spot, which you love <laughs> to do, Patrick. Thanks a lot, pal. Um, I noticed. I remember uh, going back to when you said that uh, some of the legends that you had worked with, or, um, and I was just kind of wondering if there was anyone out there that you worked with that, you know, you're just like, wow, I can't believe I'm actually working with, you know, this this particular person. You know, if it'd be, like, Nina Hartley or Ginger Lynn or, you know, any of them, you know, which one would just be, like, you know, what was, like, the biggest wow factor?
1: Hmm. I don't know because, I mean, I would have to say Nina Hartley um, because she's the only one that I knew when I first started. Because um, the ones that I met and I was, like, wow, I really didn't get to work with them. Like, Ginger Lynn, I didn't get to work with. Christy Canyon. Um, So, it was kind of – it was. I really, I mean, I never got to do that because they weren't really active as much. Okay. But I wish I could have. I wish sure. I could have done a scene with Ginger Lim.
7: Right, right.
1: You know, so. Well, at least she wouldn't
7: be doing a retake of, uh, you know, that scene in The Devil's Rejects with her and Sid <laughs>
1: <Hay>. <laughs>
7: No, That would have been an interesting parody.
1: Yes, no, no. So, I mean, if I could work with somebody... Now, it would be me and um, Felicia. Felicia, you remember her, right?
7: Mm-hmm. I don't. I know Barry probably would remember, but I, I'm i trying to, I can't place, I can't place. Felicia
0: She's Hamm?
1: a long brunette girl, long hair, little boobies, very oh. cute.
0: Different Felicia than <laughs> that I know.
1: But now that me and Alicia are back in the business, you never know what could happen.
0: (laughs) Let's go to uh, Patrick. Patrick got his hand up. I'm going to Hollywood.
3: Ah. I'm
5: sorry. Uh, This is for uh, both ladies. I was just curious. Uh, With performing, obviously, there's some challenges, not saying that you uh, didn't like, like the like the person but was there anybody you worked with that where you knew it was going to be some type of a challenge
1: yeah Paul Little Max hardcore he was a challenge he was just he was just difficult to work with
0: i sometimes he, he was at Jim South's party i sat at his table at lunch he,
1: he was just he was amazing he was just difficult he was very difficult long shoots mean nice guy but he was very long but other than that, no, I never had any problems with anybody else.
0: Alicia, anybody you had difficulties with? Well?
3: I think just for me, and, you know, I just want to keep it real. It was this one guy, even though he took a shower, he just still smelled like underarms. <laughs> no matter what, he just, like, he would take a shower, and it's like, you know, he was a nice guy, too, just everything. I'm just like, he still smelled. So I just had to, you know, like, pretend I really liked it. I'm yes. like, oh, I really like the smell. So I just had to pretend I really liked it. And then some of the women were like that. I had a girl
1: one time that, that was like that, that she was like, oh, my Lord. I was like, no, I can't do this. Sorry. If you're not clean, I can't.
3: But he was clean. He just had, but I only worked with him that one time. I said, you know what? If I work with him one more time, I'm going to get grossed out. So I'm not going to, if he comes up, I'm not working with him. Yeah. I and- did that time not to.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because now that I, when I do the work, they ask me, who do you want to work with? And I don't know who. I don't know who to work with because I don't know who they are. (laughs)
7: All right. All
0: right. Let's go back over to Lance. And uh, Lance, you have one more (laughs) question. We're just on kind of the final uh, couple minutes here of of our show. So uh, let's round it out.
2: Just a quick, Mickey. um, You said you're friends with, uh, you're still friends with Ginger Lynn. Does she still have any contact with Charlie Sheen? And how did that ended up? Ending, if you happen to know. I know I'm triangulating here, but just curious.
1: I don't know. She didn't mention anything to me when I seen her at ABN. So I don't, I don't think she keeps in contact with him anymore. Really? I oh. think was she
2: really uh, mm-hmm. Did she think there was going to really be something involved with him, or was just kind of like one of these, you know, he was the big novelty, she was the novelty to him? It's kind of like a mutual thing where they were more or less just uh, playing off each other.
1: Well, I think what it is 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 when you're that young and you're with somebody who's that famous, you put your heart and soul into it, and sometimes it's not what it's going to be, so you just move on, and with no, you hopefully you have no hard feelings. I mean, that's what I would think it would be.
2: I'm just curious if you still has contact with him, that's all. I know it's a question no. you can't answer. I was just curious, though. Okay. Yeah, no,
1: he's, I think he's pretty much dropped out of the the, the light area there. You know, I think he's been in seclusion because of everything that's been going on.
0: When more I or less. When I talked to Ginger back in in a couple of uh, years ago, um, she was on a, a panel discussion. They asked her quite a bit about it. She said, "You, nobody knows the Charlie I knew, and the Charlie that, is, that you see today is no way the Charlie he was back in the day when I was with him. And so she said, uh, we just drifted apart, and that was it. And uh, yeah. she says, I wish, I wish him all the well. I don't wish him any ill will at all. But she says we just drifted apart and there's a couple little issues. And, and she says she feels bad for him a lot, but she doesn't have any contact. So, so
1: that's what happens with people. They change.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you got to accept it. All right. Let's, uh, we have uh, about five minutes left. Anybody who wants to ask a question, raise your hand and we'll, we'll call in one more time and we'll get things wrapped up. Let's go up to Barry. All right. So
4: when you were doing movies, it seemed like the big thing was... doing anal, like all of a sudden to do an anal was like the 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 most daredevil thing you could do. Nowadays it feels like if you're not taking like 300 guys or four dicks at once you're not doing, I guess you're not hitting that peak. Do you think you would have made it in today's industry having to do some of that crazy stuff? Like, or would you have just said, (laughs) yeah, I'm not doing that?
1: I'm not doing that because um, at the end of the day, when people look at you, you're doing porn, and you have to grow up, and you get older, and what happens with people is they do things that they regret, and they can't take it back, and then people judge them for it. It's bad enough they judge me because I did movies. Could you imagine if I let that happen? You know, that's degrading. So, uh, there are girls that like it. Don't get me wrong. I go to the swingers club all the time, and there'll be girls there that'll be <laughs> taking it, you know, whichever way they can. That's more for them. But for me, it's not. And that's one good thing that was about when I did it is um, I always controlled the surrounding what I did. If I didn't want to work with that person or they were too rough and I didn't want to do it, I put my foot down. I said, no, I'm not doing this. If they didn't want to hire me, they didn't hire me. I mean, that's the, that's the way it was for us back then. We had control. Nowadays, the girls don't have control. It's, this is what you got to do, or we're not hiring you. And that's the way, that's the way
3: it was. How about you, Alicia? Yeah, I, I wouldn't do those things. Uh, I did anal way late in my career, and I just, it's not something I would, I would, I would want to do. I didn't do it in my private life, and. Yeah, and I had certain people I worked with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too.
1: And I never did a DP though. Never did that. I never did a DP. I did it in my private life. (laughs) I didn't even do it in my private life. I just, I just, yeah, I just didn't want to be felt dirty. And that's why I didn't do it. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, good. Well I think we've had a fantastic discussion. I certainly want to thank Mickey Lynn and make sure you go by our website at MickeyLynn.com. you have all tell us what what you have there on online.
1: I have my autograph eight by tens. I do personalized photos I do Polaroids, I do custom videos. I sell DVDs I have old posters and new posters. I'm gonna have a lot more stuff new when I go to the exotica.
0: okay and, and I got and, a uh, wheel. And also, um, she is on our database of people who do signs, so uh, her address is in there. If you want to send her something, and, and don't be cheap.
1: Oh, oh, I have that all the time. You know, you know. What's funny is I have people that send me stuff to autograph. I don't mind autographing because I love my fans. Don't get me wrong. But then I sign it, and they sell it, and it's not fair to the the girls now that you're si- you're selling something that you're signing to right. you pay them for it, and then you well. sell it.
0: Well, if you ever run into somebody who doesn't pay, and if it's too, too Joey from Mickey, whatever, um, send me an email, because sometimes if they're in our group, I'll hit them up, and, and we'll get you taken care of. Because sometimes it's an oversight, whatever, but that only happened once, because after that, people need to learn. <clears throat> no. And
1: don't get me confused with the other Mickey, Lynn. There's another woman out there who has the same name. She got into the business at, two thir- at 2013, mm. and... Um, she she looks totally different to me. She's got big fake boobs and bleach blonde hair. I mean, she doesn't look anything like me. Sure. Does she spell it the same way? No, she spelled it M I K K I. Oh. Ah. But she told me when she got into the business that she's making so much money off my fans and that she admires me. So I had to yeah. block her from Facebook.
0: That's just too bad. That's that's what that's what really sucks about the business is sometimes. You, you can't be original. Everybody's got to copy somebody and you just can't be original on your own merits. And so, yep. and that's why I really appreciate about, about you and Alicia and about, uh, I would say the older generation is you, you made it on your own merits and you're rewarded by being in the hall of fame and, and uh, you're, you're given those just rewards for that. Now it's like a lot of people are just coming in on other people's coattails and, and it's like, Oh, you're, you're cheapening the business by doing that.
7: Um,
1: uh, well, but at the end of the day, your fans are your true fans. Right. And I've been very blessed with mm-hmm. all the fans that I've had and all the people I've worked with. So mm-hmm. I have no regrets. I mean, if that's something that's the worst thing that happened to me, that's the worst thing that's going to happen to me. I don't mind. Sure.
0: Sure. All right. Well, we'll have this on the replay. And we I do want to thank everyone for stopping by. And again, next week we'll have Kimmy Kaboom. So we hope everybody will join us again then. So, We'll see everybody later. Thank you very much. Bye.